Welcome to the Apartment Investor Show, where we help you get smart and invest smarter. I'm your host, JC Castillo, founder and managing principal of the Multifamily Property Group. And joining me as always is my good friend, Mr. Paul Peebles, national underwriter for Old Capital Lending. Paulie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, JC. How about yourself? Fantastic. Paulie, what are we going to talk about that's so important for these viewers to tune in today? So I hear a lot of information that gets pushed out there on the, on the internet from people that say they're experts. Uh, I can't say I'm an expert, even though I've done a billion dollars worth of loans just last year with our group. Uh, we do a lot of multifamily apartment lending, but you wanna get the direct information from the, the direct data sources. And so today, we're gonna break down what we think is the, maybe the top five areas of the country to put your hard-earned money in. If you're thinking about investing as a passive investor or maybe going to these areas as a general partner to expand your portfolio. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, where you should be investing. Absolutely, Paul. You know, I, I can't agree with you more. It's so important for, for people to get this data from the right sources. And uh, we've got three of the top data analytics providers that we're basing our data on. So we're not just making up the top five apartment investor show based on our own opinions. These are actually the top five markets based on us looking at lots of hard data from some of the top three providers. And so what we've got for you today is really gonna give you a great snapshot if you're looking to invest your money as either a passive investor or as an active sponsor looking for those best and top markets to go and put your hard-earned dollars into. So Polly, why don't we talk a little bit about sort of where we're pulling this data from? So this, this data gets pulled from three different sources um, that we think are probably the best data sources that you could have out there. One is CoStar. CoStar, you can take a look at that on the internet. That's a paid site that you can go to and you can get this data that gets downloaded to you. They have thousands of analysts kind of accumulating the data on maybe 150 to 200 different large cities in the United States. Uh, apartments is what they focus in on. They do do office and retail, but apartments is one of the things. So they, they've given us a list. Second one is uh, Yardy Matrix. Yardy Matrix is another pay-for site. They have analysts that kind of uh, figure out the top 130 different areas of the country that uh, the best areas for year-over-year growth is. The third one is kind of an open source. It's RealPage. You may have heard Greg Willett on uh, a past uh, video that we shot, and Greg Willett is the chief economist for RealPage, but RealPage is kind of a high technology company that they provide software to uh, owners of apartments uh, in their management companies. They kind of figure out and what is this unit going to be uh, costing uh, for a month? And maybe this unit, when is the property going to be vacant? So there's incredible data that comes from the software that every pretty much every apartment uh, uses throughout the country. So at the end of the night, they have all this data that they can take a look at. So three different independent groups, and I want you to take a look at that. Well, Paulie, let's get to this. Drum roll, please. Let's get to the top five apartment markets. And what we're going to do is start off with the number five market and talk about that market and talk about how it stacks up with this data from these data analytics providers. Let's get to it. So number five, and again, we're going to go five, four, three, two, one. Number five for us is going to be Austin, Texas. We like Austin, Texas. Hmm, uh, Texas, a Texas uh, city in there, huh, Paulie? Hard to believe that I would be biased towards Texas, but <laughs> I certainly am to a certain extent, but not, you know, we do a ton of business down in Austin. But, you know, things that we're looking for when uh, to, to kind of come to, together with this data is year-over-year -year rental growth. So year-over-year -year rental growth is important for us. That's what you want to take a look at. 
and how the market is, is, is it going up? Is it going down? Is it just staying sideways? So look for the last 12 months and how that's done, or maybe some future on what the projections are for rental growth. Second thing is a job growth. You know, uh, we have a tremendous amount of people that continue to move to, from the Northeast down to the smile of, of the country from Arizona all the way out to Florida. So you're looking for job growth in those areas. So uh, with job growth comes uh, apartments, with apartments uh, with large amount of job growth comes higher rents. The third thing is that we like a landlord and biz friendly uh, states. In California, where JC's at, uh, not so much friendly with landlord states. Yeah, people there. make a career out of living for free here in California in uh, rentals, unfortunately. Yeah, Texas is that uh, our phrase here, which I like, is that uh, if you don't pay, you don't stay. In California, if you don't pay, uh, maybe we'll get kicked out in 10, 11, 12 months. So <laughs> it certainly is difficult to be a landlord in some of these non-friendly states. The fourth thing is is supply, is how many apartments are being built these days, and so how much inventory is going to come out of the ground, how much of an impact that's going to be. Because a lot of, a lot of us invest in Class B and C multifamily, and that's a little bit different from brand-new properties that are coming out of the ground. So our properties that we invest in are probably 20, 30, 40 years old, and so that's what we want to be concerned about is what the, what the competition looks like for, for apartments in and around the area. So again, let's kind of go through our list of other apartment markets to kind of help you how we came to that Austin market. So the first one we looked at, uh, and this is on uh, RealPage. Again, that's an open source. You can go to realpage.com. Take a look at uh, the first two, Las Vegas, Henderson, uh, Paradise, you know, all that area around Las Vegas. Second one being Phoenix, Scottsdale. And what's maybe some of the thinking on those two? Well, that was the markets that got probably hit the hardest, you know, Phoenix and Las Vegas during the last Great Recession. And so that's something that uh, maybe a lot of people continue to move there, but they didn't, they were not building homes because they had so much inventory and they weren't building apartments. So now it's their time to kind of rise out of the ashes. Now, take a look at some of the other other property uh, areas, Austin, Texas. So, so now we got Austin in that mix. Raleigh, North Carolina, and then last, Sacramento. So even though uh, I always say, you know, live in California, invest outside the state of Texas, uh, state of California, uh, Sacramento pops up in that that list. So uh, Sacramento is is a good area of California for thinking about keeping money in California for you Californians. Yes, that's right. Let's go to the next slide. Now here, now we're starting to see a little bit of a pattern about what's going on here. So take a look at, at what's going on here. Phoenix. Las Vegas, Sacramento, we, we skipped Atlanta, Inland Empire just uh, in uh, Southern California, and now Austin again. But look at these growth rates in some of these areas. Again, these are year-over-year growth rates. So let's go say May, June of this year, back 12 months. You know, th that's the growth rate uh, in some of these markets. So some markets are, are flat, some markets are, are lower. But these markets that we're looking at, you know, these are – pretty strong, stellar growth rates of rents. And yeah, and then I think the amazing thing, Polly, if I can jump in, is, is what's really amazing here is you, you think about where we are in the market cycle. I mean, we've had a pretty good run. I mean, this run's been, you know, since we started coming out of the Great Recession, maybe say 2012-ish. Yeah. You can see that we're still ticking, Austin's still ticking up at 4.6% rental growth. And that's just a reflection of how strong that market is out there. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about why it's, it's happening there. We go to this last slide, again, the RD matrix, you know, take a look at some of the, the, the familiar names that we're seeing, Phoenix and Las Vegas, Sacramento again, Atlanta again, 
Inland Empire again. Again, there's our Austin one more time. So number five on our list, Austin, Texas. Yeah. And I think, Polly, the other thing I want to jump in here is, you know, what you're seeing here is you're seeing that not all of the data analytics providers have the same cities in the same exact order, although you will see a lot of uh, uh, commonalities across the data. But why that's important to all you viewers out there is that you don't just want to focus on one provider for your data analytics. You really want to look at the aggregate of what all these people are saying and kind of roll it up together and sort of that's what I think gives you a real good snapshot of where you want to go is sort of everybody sort of singing the same tune about a market is better than maybe one guy saying something about one market and another guy saying something completely different. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. I like this next slide because it kind of breaks it down year over year growth. And then it talks a little bit about rental forecast, where we think rents are going to go for the following, say, next 12 months. And then it has job growth too. So take a look at some of these areas of Las Vegas, Phoenix, all the way down to Austin, two and a half percent job growth in that's a lot of people coming to, to Texas for jobs. And then completions of the total stock, which really means new properties coming online. You know, what, right. how, many, how, many new, how much new inventory is being built right now? And then take a look at some of the um, uh, numbers in terms of occupancy on these properties. Occupancy in these properties is still very high. And I think they're going to continue to be strong too. You know, more jobs coming in, more people there continues, continues to fill up these buildings. Yeah, I really like this slide, Paul. I mean, it, it really gives you the important snapshot of sort of what we look for when we're investing in these apartment locations. I mean, that's absolutely correct. So let's kind of focus a little bit more on Austin and why people continue to use Austin as uh, a place to put their money in. So Austin itself is, uh, in the big picture of things, is a very favorable area to invest in. If you've never been to Austin, Austin kind of looks like a maybe a San Francisco, Northern California junior. A lot of high tech technologies down there. A lot of people... Uh, continue to leave, say, leave California, coming to Austin, you know, higher quality of life, they think. Uh, but one of the probably the biggest things is, as we say, uh, no state income tax in Texas, no state income tax in Texas. So guys like JC, uh, <laughs> that, that can be costly in California and some of these other states. We pay a pretty penny to live here in California. That's for sure, Paul. No, no problem. But a lot of people uh, continue to put their, their companies, their regional headquarters in Austin in, in that uh, golden triangle, as we call it, between Dallas to Austin, San Antonio, over to Houston. Uh, Apple just put a billion dollars into Austin with, with another 5,000 jobs. So Austin is uh, really something to take a look at. Second slide kind of talks a little bit about um, uh, what's going on in building and, and what, what you can expect. And so building in and around that area for apartments is a steady piece. I mean, it's not, it didn't spike up as much as some of the other areas like Dallas. Dallas has like 35, 36, 37,000 apartment units coming online or being built right now. So Austin's not that much, but uh, it, you know, it continues to uh, have nicer apartments. But if, as you know, in our space, in the B and C properties, uh, we call it workforce housing. Uh, you know, our properties that are, were being built today, uh, the brand new class A buildings, they're going to be our B and C properties 25 or 30 years from now. And that's what typically we invest in too. So Austin is the University of Texas. A lot of smart people go to the University of Texas, one of the largest universities in the country. Uh, if you couldn't get into University of Texas and the first time you went to Austin City College, which is kind of a junior college and transitions into the University of Texas. One of the things I do like about Texas, the University of Texas in that area, is that when you send your kids, you live up in Dallas or Houston, uh, to Austin, it'd be very tough to get them back home. So University of Texas is kind of a magnet uh, for that Austin living down there. So we certainly like 
A lot of smart people live in Austin, so it uh, feeds a lot of this biomedical and engineering and computer sciences down in Austin. So uh, Austin has, what, 49% of its workforce down there are college-educated. So wow. if, you're coming, yeah, if you're coming to Texas uh, and you're going to Austin, you're probably uh, a pretty smart person living down in Austin itself. So we definitely like Austin. It's on our top five. So five, four, three, two, one, top five uh, different areas of the country. We think that uh, you would think about possibly putting some of your hard-earned money into the Austin markets, especially Texas, but uh, definitely uh, focused in on, on Austin. So in the next following uh, podcast, we will talk a little bit about uh, what's number four, what's number three, number two, number one. But again, this is open information to a certain extent. Go to RealPage, go to CoStar, go to Yardy Matrix, and, and deep, do a little bit of a deeper dive in that type of stuff to kind of figure out what are the areas that uh, you should be putting your investment dollars in. Well, that's right. Well, I mean, that's the top five countdown. So, Polly, if people want to get a hold of you out there, how can they contact you? Again, uh, Old Capital Lending, Old Capital Lending. I'm Paul Peebles. Uh, just uh, go to oldcapitallending.com. We'd love to see you. And also, don't forget to listen to the podcast at oldcapitalpodcast.com. And JC, how do they get a hold of you? Well, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, they can go to our property uh, website, multifamilypropertygroup.com. You can check out our contact us page and schedule a free 50-minute consultation. So that does it for this Department Investor Show. We will talk to you soon. Have a good one. Thanks.